The Beat. Once every three weeks, we're going to have uh, our inspector, Hironi Watatini, uh, in the studio with us. Hironi, a very good afternoon to you, mate. Yeah, Thank you very much for joining us. So, uh, Hironi is an inspector, and we're going to, if you've got a question, anything at all that you might like to know about the police, or whether you're infringing, or whether you're doing something wrong or right, by all means, call us 0800 80 1080 or text 9292. This is sort of confession time as well, mate. Isn't <laughs> exactly it? so, yes. So, uh, Hironi, can we ask, first of all, Phil mentioned something an hour or so ago. In Australia, apparently, it's illegal to talk on your cell phone when you're lining up at McDonald's. Did you know that? I don't know who he spoke to about that. I'm unaware of that. Right. That's um, apparently from an Australian journalist. It might, it might be illegal to do it if you're at drive-through. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. So, is, so, and am I right in saying if you, if I'm driving my car, obviously everybody's aware you're not allowed to talk on your cell phone when you're driving. But if I come to a set of traffic lights, and it's red and it's stopped and I'm in the queue, <laughs> am I not allowed to then pick up my cell phone and talk on that? Hypothetically. Really? Hypothetically, you're saying? Like yes. You've yeah. not actually done it. Not you? that no. you never do it. <laughs> exactly. So if you pull up beside me in your police car and you saw me at the lights on my phone, you technically could ticket me? Yeah, because it's operating a vehicle. So even if you stopped at the lights, you're and you don't know when that light's going to go green, right? And you don't know who's behind you, and someone might be expecting to go, and you've held them up because you're checking your text. So yeah, any type of... Put it this way. If you had been drinking and driving, you were stopped at red lights. You're still drinking and driving, right? Very fair point. Very fair point, Ronnie. And can I just mention that should you need it when we're finished at four o'clock, uh, we do have a tape of that thing you said just before. If you want to take <laughs> it away with you and go to the police prosecutor, feel very free. We'll happily supply it to you. To be fair, once people heard I was on, I doubt whether we'd have that many listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so now the other thing we want to touch on. Oh, actually, can I tell? I'll read you this text because there's text already coming in. Oh eight hundred eighty ten eighty. If you want to give us a phone call, or you can text 9292 um, if you want to ask a question. Freddie said, be honest. Um, I'm enjoying having the inspector on already, but be honest. Is there a quota police have for handing out tickets? Oh, gee, that's a curly question. Uh, no, there but, isn't. Really? Hand on heart? Hand on heart. In fact, I'll put my hand on my heart for you, Simon. Yeah. <laughs> where, where we're at with tickets is this, right? Um, there are four things that we think cause a lot of most of our fatal crashes. Yep. There's... Uh, what we call restraints, so seatbelts. Yep. Now, yep. not wearing your seatbelt's not going to cause a crash, but if you don't wear it, there's a real, real good chance you're not going to make it. Right. So if you've got one of those, we'll ticket you for that. Impairment, so that's drugs, alcohol. We're pretty hot on that because that causes a lot of crashes. Distraction, cell phones, mm. and speed. Now, if we catch you doing any of that, our instruction very clearly is see something, do something. Right. For the other stuff... Warrant of fitness, registration, all of that kind of stuff. Even uh, if you don't hold your license, our view is how can we help people get past what's brought them into that situation? Mm. Mm. No one ever died uh, in a car crash because they didn't have a uh, registration. Right, okay. right. That's yeah, good. But lots cool. of people died in car crashes for speed. For mm. those other things you're talking about. Just very quickly, from my own point of view, it's something that I, I've, I know from past experience about 20 years ago. Um, that there seemed to be a bit of uh, a decision made on the spot, a bit of discretion about breaking a speed limit on the open road. And if you were stone cold sober and all those sort of things, sometimes in the past, I have to admit, I've had a couple of warnings. Um, has that stopped now? In, in other words, if you're doing 115 k's on the open road, or let's say 110 k's, if you're dead set, going to get ticketed for that now. Um, I'm going to say 110, 115, absolutely you are. Yeah. Because a lot of our crashes and fatal crashes here in Canterbury are single car crashes. Right. And 
people might not understand, but the difference between, let's say, 180, 100 kilometres an hour and 80 kilometres an yes. hour when it comes to a collision is phenomenal, the physics concern. Right. So uh, just as an example, there was a road up in the Hawke's Bay that was reduced from 100 to 70 for a period of time, and a lady had a crash in her car at 70 at that speed limit. Yep. She survived that, but if it had been at 100, yeah. we're pretty sure that she wouldn't have come out of it alive. So yeah. it's it's that simple. It's uh, The rate of speed you travel will determine the size of the crash. Speed sure. kills. Yeah. 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 Uh, quick question before the break. In fact, there's a few people asking the very same question. Uh, can you please, this is very interesting, says the texter, um, can you please ask your inspector, I saw a guy having a beer while he was driving on the motorway. I called 111 immediately. The operator told me unless he was over the limit, the driver's not technically breaking the law by having a beer and drinking while driving. Is that correct? Uh, we'd have to stop and talk to him first. Yeah. So you would determine. stop them? Oh, absolutely. So I've seen a dude uh, driving <laughs> with a can of beer in his hand. Right, yes. hundred times out of a hundred, I'm stopping him. Yeah. I've yet to meet a cop that would not do that. <laughs> That's yeah. fair. I'm good. Yeah, no, yeah. good. But if he was under the limit? If he was under the limit, um, obviously, we'd probably suggest you don't drink your beer while driving because every cop between that point in home we'll be stopping him right yes, yes. <laughs> right that's that's good 0800 80 10 80 is our phone number or you can text 9292 if you've got a question at all about the police something you want to know whether you're technically breaking the law or you're just fascinated to know uh, give us a call we're joined by inspector Hedoni Watatini from the New Zealand police a new feature we're doing going to do it once every three weeks called the beat where we have inspector Hedoni Watatini from the New Zealand police in the studio with us taking your questions and calls there's heaps of texts coming through so by all means text your question 9292 or te- uh, give us a call 0800 801080 we'll get to as many as we can we've got a really good one here I think from Gabe because it's something I have no idea but you see it happen and I've always wondered is it a ticketable offence to flash your headlights to warn oncoming traffic there's a police car up ahead of them I don't know I'll find out I'll find out and let you know alright thank you it's probably not helpful for us <laughs> no but I've no, genuinely but then might it not make just people slow down anyway which is kind of what you're after probably what we're after right yeah, that's I mean, right. visibility, like the reason we put cars out on roads visibly is so people moderate their driving. And everybody and, does, eh? Yeah. If you see a police car, everybody drives more sensibly, I think. Oh, you'd hope. Well, <laughs> I don't know, mostly, I reckon. Judith is on the line. Uh, welcome to the show, Judith. Oh, good afternoon, Simon and Phil. Hello. I was ringing up to inquire whether if you see a teenager riding their bikes without, you know, holding on to the handlebars and talking on the phone, is that breaking the law? Or is it just a technicality, please? Good question. And he's thinking, the inspector is thinking. I am thinking. Geez, the tough ones today. Kia ora, Judith. I'm thinking probably he could end up breaking his collarbone at some point. <laughs> I know, if he fell you know, in front of yeah. him. Yeah. Is he wearing car? a helmet, hypothetically? He, he's got a helmet on, but okay. he's just so, riding you know, without hands and yeah. talking on a cell phone. Uh, listen, uh, I think technically we might be able to have a look at that, but... Um, I think he's probably more in danger of uh, injuring himself and going to hospital. But technically, you're thinking it, it probably isn't. Oh, I, listen, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say yes or no because I think that's going down a, a pretty technical rabbit hole there. Would okay. that be more likely if, like, if, if you saw a silly kid doing that, you're more likely to say maybe possibly stop him, not ticket him, and just say, listen, mate, for God's sake, you're going to hurt yourself. Stop doing that silly stuff. Yeah, I mean, listen, the law of common sense applies most of yeah, the time, but yeah. a lot of people tell me that common sense isn't that common. No, <laughs> that's exactly right. Kimberly's on the line. Hello, Kimberly. Good afternoon. What would your question be? 
okay, I've, I've just driven from Picton to Nelson and I go past two school zones where um, the light is flashing saying, um, you know, school zone, open road conditions, no speed posted at all. And I don't know, I always slow down a lot. Am I meant to slow down to 40 k's or? So if the lights are flashing for school zones, 40 k's as a rule, uh, going past this, but at the hours when people come to drop kids off at school or after school? Um, 40 k's. About four, yeah, 40 yeah. k's, the lights are flashing. Yeah. 40 k's past the school during the designated times. Okay. Right. And you're not going to go wrong because if the lights are flashing, that means the little ones are going to school or coming home from yeah. school. Yeah, um, people don't 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 bother to slow down, but um, yeah. So, and I've I've had people really quite angry when I've slowed down to forty k's and a hundred k's zone. Oh, yeah, you know, you're right. People do get angry when um, you drive to the law. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. Keep doing it though, Kimberly. You're doing a great thing. Uh, can you please ask your inspector? So many people pull into no man's land when turning and sometimes coming from both directions, having to dodge each other. What are the rules on this strip in the middle of the road? That's the white strip. Yep. Um, again, I'm thinking because this is yeah. not stuff I do every day. But no. uh, if you want to do a U-turn, if it's controlled by a sign that says no U-turn, so you don't do a U-turn. Mm. Yeah. Um, but if it's safe and clear and you're able to do it then do it safely but what a lot of people don't do they don't check over their right shoulder when they do the turn right right. so you know you do your visual check you do your check in your mirrors and then you do your over the shoulder check as well yeah Uh, what some people do is they pull to the left yes stop let traffic go and then go from there that'd be the safest option Mm. Um, i'm loving this chat with your inspector he sounds great can you please ask him if someone breaks into my house is it legal for me to take him or her down tie him up and call the police can i restrain them many thanks crikey gee um in my case i'd say no just run (laughs) (laughs) so um i I guess what they're talking about is uh, defense of themselves and defense of their property yeah both of which are defenses under the crimes act um, what I will tell our listeners is the force you use to subdue anybody has to be reasonable in the circumstances. Right. right. So if you're, uh, someone's attacking you, someone's you know there and you want to apprehend them or stop them doing what they do, the force you've got to, just like the force we use, has to be reasonable yeah. to overcome whatever we're doing. So... Uh, for instance, uh, if the person's just there and you say stop and you tackle them and you hold them, um, you're entitled to do that to a certain point. Citizen's arrest is something that gets bandied around. Um, it's, an, it's, a, it's an interesting area, but in my view, if someone's broken into your house and you fear for your safety and the safety of you and your family yeah. and you want to subdue the person, it's got to be reasonable. It's got to be reasonable. Right. So in other words, if a person comes in unarmed, you can't shoot them. Um, you know what? I think if that happens, Phil, we go and investigate and we make some decisions down right. the track. Yeah. A- and there have been cases where uh, intruders have been shot and we've had to investigate. Sure. Uh, yeah. For instance, every time uh, the police use uh, our tactical options and unfortunately have to taser or shoot someone yes. or uh, whatever um, the case may be, as a full investigation, yeah, and that's yeah. determined afterwards whether what occurred was reasonable in the circumstances. Yeah, look, one of the things you often see on television overseas, and I, I have absolutely no idea, is pepper spray legal in New Zealand? No, it's a, a restricted weapon. Oh, okay. Yep. So you can't use it for your own defence. You in cannot any way. use it. You can't possess it. Right. You can't oh, okay. own it. Really? Okay. It. No. Right. Because you, I mean, you know, but you can. 
Not at home. No, on the job, I mean. <laughs> yeah, <stronger>. work like that. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Let's quickly take cool. one more call before the break. Henry, very good afternoon. Good afternoon. Hello. What, what was like, your question? I'd like to ask the inspector, if you're on the suburban street in peak hour traffic and everyone's stopping at satellites and you have motorbikes coming on either side of you, left and right, is that and coming down in between the traffic, is that legal? Um, if they stay in the lane then we don't see an issue with it. As if they cross the lane into oncoming, the oncoming lane, then um, I see that as a problem. But if they're staying within their lane, we want everybody to keep left. Um, if, a car's to the, if a motorcycle's to the right of you, but there's not, they're not intending to turn right, mm. um, then technically we could be telling them that you're not keeping to the left as far mm. as we want you to keep. Yeah, Technically. Okay. I, I guess... Uh, technically, we can get anybody for lots of stuff, yeah. but um, we're really focusing on the things that we think are going to cause yeah. serious harm crashes. That's, That's what we're going to focus on. It's back to that common sense thing again, really, isn't it? That's the one. Henry, yeah. thank you very much for your question. Question here, um, Inspector, says, how fast legally are you allowed to overtake a car on a 100k road? So you've got to be driving fast enough to be able to complete the manoeuvre safely. Right. Okay. That's a, so we don't have a we don't have a set speed limit for that. But if you're on a hundred k road and you want to pass a car and the way is clear, you've got to be able to drive fast enough to be able to complete the manoeuvres safely. Right. Okay. Can you go over hundred k's? Uh, if again, what I'm going to say, Phil, is yeah. you need to be able to drive fast enough to be able to complete the manoeuvre safely and ensure that you can maintain the speed limit once you get back on the other side. Right. Uh, right. And we'll take everything into the, circum- into sure. the circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess what I want to say is that the speed limit's not a target. No, yeah. no, no, fair call. Yeah, um, yeah. Actually, my wife said that. She said often the people have the mindset of like, oh, no, there's the cops, you know, slow down. Or it's kind of like, oh, the cops are the bad guys, but actually... It makes me laugh sometimes because, you know, as you know, doing a lot of driving that you, you're doing 100 k's, everybody's doing 100 k's. They see a police car, they slow down to 80. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. hey, what? Then uh, we know something's up. Um, yes, yes. Yeah, no one ever got a ticket for driving under the speed limit. No one ever got a speeding ticket for driving under. This text says, uh, what a great chat. I'm thoroughly enjoying this. I've been breathalyzed at two different stops after having two glasses of wine half an hour earlier. The device has read no alcohol. I'm wondering why it says no alcohol and doesn't actually say uh, some further testing required. Uh, Listen, as with all things uh, and the consumption of alcohol is a chemical uh, a chemical process. Um, sometimes people have one glass and can register over on our passive test. Sometimes they don't. Right. So what they're saying is, is that there's not enough alcohol for us to go to the next step. Right. Okay. And very quickly, then we're going to do this recruitment thing. There's a text here that says, I'm, <laughs> could you please ask the inspector, am I allowed one marijuana plant in my house? There's an easy one. <laughs> um... Probably no. Probably no. Probably no. Yes, we'll move on. Probably no. Five to four. But if the caller would like to call back with their address, (laughs) um, (laughs) we could chat about it. It's five to four. Listen, just way too many texts. Thank you for taking the time to text. We're going to do this again in three weeks' time, and we'll get to your calls and your texts. We just can't do them all. But before we go, Inspector, you know, the New Zealand Police do a wonderful job recruiting. And I love the advertising campaigns, the social media you've gotten. There's some just some great stuff out there. What do people do if they want to become a police officer? Uh, www.newcops.co.nz or 0800 NewCops. Just uh, sign, create a profile, log in, look at the questions. Um, there's some online tests you can do. Check some videos out. Right. Check our recruitment videos. Uh, 
And word of mouth. If you know a police officer, talk to them. Because right. uh, some of our best advertising is word of mouth from our own staff. Is there a restriction on age? Uh, you've got to be at least 17. Right. And we've had people in their 50s. Uh, oh, we've right. had grandparents join. Wow. Mm. How fit do you have to be? Fit enough to pass the test, Phil. Right. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. We've got four uh, assessments that you do on the physical testing day. 2.4K run, a vertical jump, grip test and push-ups. Um, you need to score a points total across all four uh, to get through to the next stage. That's brilliant. Look, we'll, we'll do it again in three weeks. Inspector Hironi Watatini, you've been brilliant to talk to you. Thanks so much. Thanks for your time, mate. It's lovely. It's four to 